Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. We're going to start out with a weather slash crop report. We had some pretty crazy amounts of rain this weekend. Start up there in that uh, Grand Ridge Streeter area, talking with Bubba, and he reports five to seven inches of rain. Most areas in that five and a half inches. Fortunately, not much down corn, but the ponds are full. Yield reports up there are kind of sparse. Report of 106-day corn that came out in that 230 range and an April planted soybean field at the 65 bushel range. But most corn is too wet or not even black layered yet. Slide on over there to Ritchie Grain there at Wilmington. Jeff said that they got 7 inches as well with 5 inches coming in about a 1 hour time slot on Friday night. Things have been pretty quiet at the elevator. Corn samples coming in that 25 to 30% moisture range and beans uh, maybe in a week or two before they start to take those out. Over at Trainer Grain and Forest, Jeff said 2.5 to 4 inches. No down corn there, but at the Dwight area they do have corn that's leaning. Uh, still going to be able to get that. They had two loads of beans come into the elevator before the rain shut them down and uh, no corn coming in there yet. Move on over to Donovan Co-op there on the east side of the state. Tim reported about four and a half inches of rain. Again, no wind damage there. Uh, some uh, late April corn coming in in that 200 bushel mark, but they are dealing with some kernel damage uh, with some of that corn. Yield reports are lighter as they get south to 24. Back here in the Leroy area, between four and a half to five inches, depending on the pockets, there is some wind damage. Uh, to some of the corn in, in that run. Yields are coming in in that 220 range. Yep, uh, soybeans have kind of slipped into the mid-50s as reports come in from there. Over in Tazewell County, a market sun ag, three and a half inches there at Tremont, but uh, up to seven inches north of Tremont. To the south, down around uh, Manitou and 136, there's an area down there hit with the hard winds to the point where we're uh, flipping over center pivots and it did flatten some corn. Corn yield still running strong in that area in that 250 range. Beans are pretty quiet. Most people are out of dry corn. Uh, they're waiting for moisture to drop. A lot of corn still in that 30% range. Drop on down to the Blue Mound area. Guys had three inches down there. Um, they took out an April cornfield infected with Goss's wilt in that 190, 200 bushel range. There may corn in the 220-240 range and running about 25% moisture. Still nothing done on the soybean front. Slide on over to Saragota and north of uh, Highway 36 from a half inch to two inches. South of 36, just a few tents. Guys are able to run chisel plows down there today um, and, and harvest is still going there. Corn yields are averaging in that 220-230 range in that 22% moisture. Um, beans are still pretty quiet in that area as well. Now, field visits this week, most of them were done here close to Hayward. I looked at a lot of corn, I think in that 220 range. I think I was looking at a lot of 55 to 60 bushel beans. We got into some of the fields that were blown down by the July storm that came before pollination. These fields have experienced some pretty heavy losses. My estimate, probably 40 bushel. A lot of this corn is set out brace roots, um, which meaning it's anchored back down. So it's gooseneck, but anchored down. 
and that means that it, the only way we're going to get it into the combine head this fall is to break it off as we're pulling it into the head. So you may need to look for the cones uh, for this down corn or the attachments to pull that down corn into the head to keep it moving or flowing through there. Spent some time in the field over in, uh, uh, with the growers over in Donovan, a Donovan co-op on Wednesday. Saw some pretty good corn over there. Uh, disease pressure is heavy, just like it is everywhere else. Um, and most of the field that I saw anyway, we're still weeks away uh, from getting to black layer. So we need some time over there. But I think we're going to get that. Hearing a, a repeating theme on yield reports coming in here the last couple weeks anyway, and definitely this week, guys are seeing big numbers on the combine monitors but the field averages aren't what they expect. I had a grower say, I, I can't wait to see the yield maps, figure out where all this corn went. We're seeing too high in numbers on the monitor compared to the field averages. If you think back or pull out your drone pictures, how these fields looked from emergence to knee high, it'll help explain why the field averages aren't matching up to the highlights that you're seeing on the monitor. These side hills and ponds will pull those averages down pretty quick. As some yields from the dry area are coming in and knowing that 120 bushel range and the good area in the 220-230 range, my expectation is that this year's crop would be about 30 bushel behind last year might be a little light. It might be moving more towards 40 or 45 bushel behind if these reports don't start to pick up soon. We had some April beans in that 80 bushel mark. We had early May beans in the mid to low 70s. The May beans, as they, the later May beans, as they start to come in, we're seeing that number drop down into the low to mid 50s. I know most of you would like to get this year behind you, put it in the books and scrap it as soon as you can. A grower told me the other day, I don't think we're going to learn anything uh, from this year's yield maps because this year's been so out of the normal and his question is, is it really worth the time to calibrate the yield monitor or can I just use last year's calibrations and be done with it well I and the crew here at CropTech strongly disagree with this thinking first off this yield uh, that you're harvesting this year is not like last year's in test weight and flowability and harvestability so most likely your flow rates last year aren't going to match these. Most likely you're going to have to have a wider flow range, uh, bushels per hour, than you did last year to catch these wild swings. Off years like this, though, produce the most useful maps. The GIS crew here at CropTech would call these the money maps. The well-calibrated combine helps us dive deeper into that variability within your field when we're doing the yield maps. And this is the years that produce it. We have some fantastic maps from 2015 and 2012 that help us identify the characteristics in that field. Don't waste the opportunity to capture a great map that helps us build the best plan to attack these fields. Trust me, you'll thank me for this when we sit down and we go through the yield map consultation. That you got good detailed maps. For all the guys who received that four to seven inches this past weekend, let me tell you what to expect on your earlier April and early planted May corn. In most of these fields, the corn stalks are dead and we're waiting for dry down, especially if it wasn't sprayed with a fungicide. 
these saturated soils will stay saturated for a week or two if we don't get any more rain. With saturated soils and warm temperatures, we'll have rapid development of crown rot and stalk diseases. In about two weeks, you'll have two types of corn, down corn and corn that's going down. The late May and June planted corn that is still green will be a different story. Live plants can stave off the, the disease better. In the June fields, we'll have some time to dry these soils out before these plants become susceptible. The good news is we don't have much April or early May corn. Now, how's that for putting a positive spin on it? When the opportunity arises here, we need to pounce on this early corn and get it out of there before we got a mess. I do believe the June corn will fare better when it comes to stock quality as long as it doesn't keep raining. With this week's high temperatures, if they continue, it'll continue to move the June corn along and improve the yield. Usually we see the best corn yields in the first three weeks of harvest and then it kind of tapers off from there. This year that may not be true. We've seen some pretty good looking June corn out there I'm going to be excited to get into especially as it looks like we're going to be able to reach into October uh, before we worry about a frost. Soil testing crews are out this week cleaning up behind combines as well as preventive plant acres to kick off our fall testing season. <laughs> like the summer testing season they're now rained out <clears throat> but it won't take long to dry out a bit and they'll be back in there um, picking the rest of these up so don't forget to call in your fields as you harvest them. Those of you that are in the plot program Give us as much heads up as you can uh, when you're ready to take these plots out. It would be greatly appreciated. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.